Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. I'm so glad to have you along as we get into the Word of God today, every day. Talk about it, pray over it, and allow it to transform our lives. There's power in the Word of God. It's true. We'd better believe it. I don't know if you've thought of this, but the Word of God is true whether you believe it or not. But it's only as you believe it that its benefits come upon you. And as you don't believe it, its warnings, unfortunately, would become consequences in your life. Today, I'd like to talk about a warning because, and, and a blessing and a warning because we've been looking at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, enter in by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, the way is broad, which leads to destruction, and many are they who travel by it. But the gate is small and the way is uh, the, the gate is small and the way is narrow. The gate is small and the way is narrow. The path is narrow that leads to life. And few are they who find it. And we had said that we want to be amongst the few who enter by the narrow gate and walk the path of life. Yesterday we saw how, well, two days ago we saw it's our choice, our decision. It's not made for us by someone else. And yesterday we saw how everybody would like to be on the path of life. It's simply a matter, they, they want the benefits. It's simply a matter of do they believe Jesus is the way to get there. Now, as you noticed here, this path of life talks also about a destination. It doesn't talk about just the difficulty or ease of entering in. It's easy to enter the broad path. It's more difficult to enter the narrow path. But Jesus called us to be people of wisdom and faith who consider what the outcome, where the path is going. Wise people look down the, down the road a bit. They consider what are the implications of their decisions. Unwise people, boy, our government does it all the time. They make hasty, knee-jerk decisions without thinking of the unintended consequences and the long-term ramifications. Not only our government does it, I won't pick just on them, we tend to do it. Human beings tend to do it. We, we want something in the here and now without thinking of what's leading. And as believers in Christ, we need to remind people of what is in our future. I often say there's only two things for sure in life. No, it's not death and taxes. A lot of people don't pay taxes. Two things for sure in our life, it's death and judgment. That's right. Let's look at what the Bible says. In Acts 17, verse 30 and 31, Paul was talking to basically pagans, people who were worshiping an unknown God. This was a, a place that had not heard the gospel yet. And he declares to them, he says this, it finishes this evangelistic preaching. So having overlooked the overlooked the times of ignorance. God is now proclaiming to mankind that all people everywhere are to repent because he has set a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he's appointed, having furnished proof to all people by raising him from the dead. Folks, there is a day of judgment coming. God is declaring to people all must repent because a day of judgment is coming. If, if you're on the broad path of destruction, you must repent. 
You must get on the other path. Yesterday we talked about Jesus is the only way you can get there, but you got to figure out, you better get there. Because there is a day of judgment coming. And it is real. And don't, if you, just because you don't believe it, doesn't mean it's not there. I've had students on campus all the time that say, I don't have to worry about hell, I don't believe in it. Well, to me, that's like, you know, party in the last week of school said, I don't have to worry about finals. I don't think we're going to have them. Well, you will. It's just you won't be prepared for them. We have a great final coming up. As I remind the students, our great final head is a pass-fail final. It's not graded on a curve. There is no makeup exam. If you pass, you go to heaven. If you don't, you go to hell. Well, what will that judgment look like? Be prepared, Paul tells us. There is a day coming, and he's given us the proof necessary by having raised Jesus from the dead. That's how we know that what he tells us, his instructions, prepare us for that day of judgment. Now look at this next verse, because this talks, by the way, dare I say, I don't like talking about hell. I, I don't know a lot of people who do. Not even really think about it. It is, a, it is a truly scary thought. It is something that we'd rather pretend wasn't there. Some Christians are even embarrassed by it. But as I say, not believing in it, not thinking about it, doesn't mean it's not there. And it is. And while we, sh we maybe don't want to walk around in life always thinking about it, that's kind of a heavy thought. We also don't want to go to the other extreme where we never think about it. We are called to urge people to prepare, to flee from the wrath of God to come. Look in Acts, or look in Revelation chapter 20. This is the final judgment, the great white throne judgment. Let's read it. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat upon it, from whose presence earth and heaven fled away and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged from the things which were written in the books, according to their deeds. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, each one of them, according to their deeds. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. A true, I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever been burnt before. But this is a truly terrifying thought. Are we trying to scare people, using a scare tactic to scare people off the path of destruction into the path of life? We're talking reality. It's not a scare tactic. It's, it's bringing to people's minds the reality. There is a judgment day of judgment coming, and it will be a frightening thing. It says heaven and earth, fret of, uh, uh, the pres whose presence earth and heaven fled. No one, no one was going to want to. Not going to want to be there. The books will be open. Remember, if you've been on the path of destruction, your life has been a life of sin. Oh, you may have done a good thing here or there. 
You may have done some nice things here or there, but it will have been a life of sin. And the scripture says right here in Revelation 20, you'll be judged according to your deeds, the things you've done. And dear friends, stop and think about some of these things you've done and I've done. I have students on campus tell me they're okay. They've never hurt anybody. I say, seriously? You've never hurt your mother, your father? You've never hurt a boyfriend or girlfriend? You've never hurt a friend? You've never hurt kind of a social outcast in your high school or your elementary school? You've never hurt someone? You've never taken something belonging I mean, you, to another person? You go right, you've never, you've never spoken evil of someone? You just go right through the list. We find that no matter how self-righteous we proclaim ourselves, we all are terribly guilty. And it's a scary thing. My dear friend, if you're on the path of destruction, the path that leads to destruction, God is declaring repent. Now, on the other hand, there is a book of life. And if your name is written in the book of life, you won't be judged by your the things in the book of deeds. Rather, you will be, you, you will, what will happen to you? Look in, look here in John chapter four. This is the good news. Remember, two paths, two gates, two destinations. One destination is the lake of fire. The other destination, truly, truly, I say to you, Jesus said, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into judgment. All I can say is, hallelujah, thank the Lord. Those of us who have faith in Jesus Christ, who have come to him for salvation, for forgiveness, we've realized I was, def- I was on the path of destruction. I was defiled. I was lost. I was, I was doing the wrong things. I was in sin. And I saw where it was leading, and I cried out to God, I want to get off this path on the path of life. Jesus is the only way. His blood cleanses me. He makes me new. He forgives me. And he, he makes me, he qualifies me to be on that path of life. And what will my eternity hold? I will have passed out of death, out of judgment. I won't come into judgment because I passed out of death into life. That's another way of saying I got off the path of destruction onto the path of life. Folks, I hope you've done that. I know most of you here who have. I hope this is an assuring, comforting message to you. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. And we do have that. But some of you here may have never done that. Some of you here may still be on the path of destruction, and, and you ha- you're not thinking about where this path is leading. And, and I urge you, God has something wonderful, beautiful, spectacular for you to pass out of death and into life. It's not just that you don't get judged, as wonderful as that would be, but you will understand the purpose and reason for which Almighty God made you. You'll fulfill that purpose. You'll walk in the path of life, a life filled with love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You'll be a satisfied person. You'll be victorious now. And boy, when it comes to that judgment day, you will enter into an eternity that will never grow old or stale. It will be a place of wonder and beauty and joy. I hope you come there. I invite you to receive Jesus, his forgiveness, his salvation, his life. Receive him for who he is. He is the Lord, the King, the God, 
the Savior who gave his life for you and I. Father in heaven, we thank you for sending your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We love him. We praise him. We bless him. We give him glory and honor. We, With our lips, Jesus, we honor you. We freshly receive of your salvation. We freshly receive of your kindness and your goodness. We, fre- we freshly receive your forgiveness. We thank you that your blood cleanses us from all sin. It qualifies us to be on the path of life. It qualifies us to one day be with you in, in eternal glory in heaven. Jesus, we thank you that you have conquered death. This is why you take us to the path of life, because you conquered death when you rose from the dead. And we bless you. We love you. We praise you. We believe in you. We pray everybody would know this. We know it's a broad path with many travel of destruction, but we pray, we pray, Lord, for our loved ones. We pray for our neighbors. We pray for our friends. We pray for people that we know. We pray, Lord, for people who missionaries are off evangelizing. We pray around the world that your kingdom would grow and grow. Your gospel would bring more and more people into true life. We pray for this. We pray that the evil one, our enemy, his destructive desires to steal, kill, and destroy people whom you love, that he would be thwarted and his works defeated. We pray these things. We give you this day to walk with you in the victory you've given us, to walk on the path of life, and to let those qualities that we discussed really exemplify us. Help us, Lord, this day remember this is how you've called us to live. You've not called us to live like the rest of the world. You've not called us to be defeated. You've not called us to have the deeds of the flesh dominating us. You've given us the Spirit of God, and you've put us on the path of life. Today, O oh God, strengthen us, encourage us, help us to have the faith. When we're confronted with challenges, might we rise above them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Wow, I sure enjoy talking about this. I don't like talking about hell, but I sure do like talking about God's victory and the life of Jesus Christ. We are saved not by our works, not by our efforts, not by trying hard, not by wanting it. We're saved simply because by faith, we allow Jesus Christ to rescue us. Just kind of like we're drowning in the sea, and he came by with a life raft, and we were willing to, he throws it out to us. We're willing to grab hold and let him pull us in. That's salvation. I hope you join us every day. If you're new today, welcome. We get here every day because we believe there's value in getting the Word of God and hearing it taught day by day by day. So I hope you'll subscribe, hit the notify button, join us every day. Be here for a month or two. See if it doesn't change your life, your attitude. I believe it will. For those who come back day by day, I love you guys. Be strong today. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you. Might you live in the full assurance that you are on the path of life because of what Jesus has done to you, done for you. Remember, you've got something the world didn't give you, so don't let the world take it away from you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.